Okay. Just, did you just gulp that entire thing? No, no. It, I'll sip it. <laughs> Check it. <laughs> and there's the intro. This is K12 Tech Talk. K12 Tech Talk. The podcast by K12 Techs for K12 Techs. Real conversations, real arguments, and real banter on trending K12 technology topics and issues. Live from the somethingcool.com studios, this is the K12 Tech Talk podcast. I am Josh. With me, as always, is Mark. Hello, Mark. Hey. And Chris has been running late, but Chris is here. Hello, Chris. What up? We're all back together. It's been a couple weeks since we've all seen each other, each other's faces. How you guys been? Missed you guys. Did yeah. you? Mark looks faces. tired. I, I'm tired. I, I texted you guys an hour ago and said I was ready for bed. Um... <laughs> Yeah, it's and like let the record six. show it's seven o'clock central time. <laughs> and you were serious. I was dead serious. I actually fell asleep on the couch watching. I don't know what we were watching. Um, the news, maybe. So I guess now all summer school is over for everybody now. Well, I guess tomorrow's last day for Mark. Um, last day for me is tomorrow. No, Mark's yeah, but, last day of regular school. Your last yeah, day of summer oh, my school. Bad. Yeah, Our yeah. summer school goes another week. Um, then we're off for summer and things start happening. We I got noticed this week that uh, our Chromebooks will not be in until the middle of July, even though I ordered them in April. I um, should have bought Lenovo. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, they're I available. I have mine. Nobody, nobody buys them. Um, I have mine and they are beautiful. Yeah, they probably don't work. 20% of them don't work. Um <laughs> Or they won't work with it by the end of the first year. We'll just say you got to take a little pressure off the. You got to take one screw out. Give put some pressure. Yeah, you got to take there. one screw out. You cannot hold it by the right front corner and walk down the hall because that puts pressure on the motherboard and and desolders some of the joints and yeah, they don't work. Gen one, that. we're on like Gen three or something now. Yeah, that model. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can see I- our numbers ticking up, so I can see our summer Chromebook deliveries are are being configured as we speak. Nice. Oh, so you're getting some now? Uh, yeah. Well, we haven't had them delivered yet, but they're being configured gotcha. by the vendor. So oh, we're doing white, a full, white yeah, full, yeah. full refresh this summer. Oh, wow. How many is that? 55,000. <laughs> I'm, I'm 55,001. So there. <laughs> um, um, so what? anything else going on? Any Any fun and exciting things in the world of K-12 technology? Good talk. This is going to be a quick episode. Yeah. yeah no. No. Uh, so let's let's get right into it. Um, <laughs> Chris, you have some new Extreme switches, right? And Extreme is one of our proud. I guess they're proud of us sponsors. Yeah, thousand percent. And they are going to be at Midwest Tech Talk. And I love talking about Midwest Tech Talk. That's coming up July seventeenth <laughs> and eighteenth. There's a kickoff on the sixteenth. Uh, tickets are still available. And side note, Extreme wanted me to plug Midwest Tech Talk. This is not just about me. Uh, go to MidwestTechTalk.com for details and registration. Uh, and come and hang out with us. Dominic with Extreme will be there. You can hang out with Dominic at the Extreme booth. Purple swag. Probably. Purple swag. I am 
Yeah, I'm going to take one of Extreme's cups, one of their thermos cups, uh, on vacation in the next month or so when I go on vacation, and let everyone see that I'm a proud Extreme Networks user. Um, so and one yeah, of the we things- got switches. Switches are in. We we we've talked about my network admin is retiring. I guess we're like, shoot, like eight days away from that end of the month. Less, yeah, two Fridays away. I feel like I'm your quasi network administrator now. You are, you are. I said the goal. I I told the team I want him to leave feeling like everything's great, whether or not it actually is. <laughs> and it can burn down ten minutes after he leaves. Yes. Yeah. No, you'll be you'll be fine. You'll be fine. And yeah, congrats so far, to, so good. We're making it. Yeah. Congrats to your guy for retiring too. That's awesome. Yep. Uh, one of the things that kind of hit the news this week, um, was an article in the Washington times, right? No, Washington post. I'm sorry. Where did that link go from Fairfax County school district? That's not the right article. Um, they were doing Fairfax County schools. They were doing some fishing tests and they sent out a fish. Nice. That, yeah, I mean, everybody should be, right? We all can agree yep. on that, right, Mark? Yeah, we can everybody, all agree on that. Everybody should be fishing their staff. <laughs> um, uh, but this fish, some, th- they were getting kind of roasted on Twitter. And I thought this would be a good topic here because I know we all have very strong opinions. Um, Fairfax County Public Schools and Company Rewards have partnered to provide gift cards to our employees <laughs> As a thank you for another successful school year, the email read, and you can imagine it asked them to go click on something or enter information, and it turned out to be a fish. So, <laughs> Chris's laughter is the best part of the story. I, uh, you guys were talking about this, and I didn't really take it in. I, I, I didn't read that thing. So let me let me get grab another little drink of uh, my bourbon here. So good, good job on the fishing campaign. <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine that click rate was high. Um, so they were getting roasted. I saw a lot of people roasting them on Twitter about this is too far. They shouldn't do this. I, I, I can't say that I subscribe to that line of thinking. Um, so you support, you support the use of that fishing campaign at that time. Mark. (laughs) (laughs) my my take on this is if you're gonna say that the it guy shouldn't do this because that's too far do you have an ability to tell the bad guys that they shouldn't do that because it's too far Mm. like your your people need to understand that that is a real threat that is the the emails that want you that that entice you to do something with uh, urgency or a financial gain. That's how, that's how these things work. Mm-hmm. So now Mark, I, I assume by the look on your face, you <laughs> completely disagree with me. I, I do. I do. I think, I think they've gone too far. I think it was, uh, unnecessary. Um, yes, it got, I, I you're just chucking down a bourbon as we're talking. No, it's a, it's a cherry. By the uh, way, Luxardo Cherries, if you are listening, um, you could sponsor me on this show <laughs> by sending me a jar of Luxardo Cherries every month. 
Uh, just putting that out there. Back to uh, you, Mark. Do you, yeah, no, I, you I think really think the guy at Lissardo is like, he's been Luxardo. listening for months There's waiting. no S. Luxardo. <laughs> There's no S. You think he's he a won't now. K-12 you tech guy? Name. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> I'm big in the bourbon world. Um, continue, yeah, he, Mark. The, the cherry guy's not listening, and I don't, I don't think anybody's listening at this point anymore. <laughs> yeah, recent stats show that. Um, <laughs> I go, what's the stuff called? Grenadine? Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, here we go with the grenadine again. I say, can I get a Diet Coke with grenadine? Okay. Yeah, Mark. And I make a little you. motion. I make a little hand motion like they're, like they're pouring in the cup. Because a right, lot of wait- so- waiters and waitresses don't know what you're talking about. So you got to make like a little like a <laughs> motion. All right. So I think I think they're, yes, doing a fishing campaign is always a good thing. I think that... Uh, there are better ways of going about it. And I think when you start toying with people's emotions, you should not be surprised if they respond in an emotional way. I, I That's a fair, a fair statement, yep. but I don't, I still don't. So oh, don't, don't look, you believe that you could have sent something a little more tame. That's still mm-hmm. impactful. So like, mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, we did this. Whatever, whatever. I don't have a good example in my head. And we got right, this click this is rate. the best example. Right. But let, let's, you're, you're, you're going to pick one that's different. And okay, we got, I'm making up numbers here, but we got 10% click rate. You could do your own math to say, well, my gosh, if they clicked on that, then for sure they're going to click on a thing that says the school's giving you money. Like mm-hmm. figure out a little multiplier. Okay. And you're going to come to your own conclusion of how bad you think your staff are clicking on links. So without what, actually what, swimming in it, mm. I want to go neck deep, man. So, Mark, where is the line? I mean, it, are they surprised they got roasted? They handed out the sticks and they started the fire, you know? Oh, is our W two emails too far, Mark? <laughs> Click here to get your W two around tax time in the month of January. Uh, no, I I don't I don't think that's too far, uh, because. You you don't have a teacher's like whoopee my W two, <laughs> but they can file their taxes and get a return. Sure, sure, but you're you're toying with their emotions here. You're yep. you're basically saying your organization loves and cares about you so much that we got you a gift card. That's that's your first problem to believe. Bam, that. you're in trouble. You're is, in trouble. Is a email a fish about a failed package delivery too far? If I think that's okay. No, I think it's fine. Because if you're if you're getting a package delivery notification, you're like, I didn't order anything. So, so your issue. Let me make sure I understand this. Your issue is with the fact that the fish said it was the gift card was from the school. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's so, it. so a a a fish that said, "Click here to get your gift card from the king of of Brunei," you wouldn't have a problem with. No, I don't have okay. a problem with that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you a story. I'll I'll tell you a comparison. When my first year teaching, I did not read the memo on safe mode drills or safety drills. And we did a drill. And there was a knock at my door. And again, I'm like fresh out of college. I didn't read the memo. And I went and I opened the door. And my principal held his his hand out like he was like, like a finger gun and yelled, bang. Oh. And... (laughs) That's aggressive. Yeah, that was his little, way of, a little extra. 
that was his way of teaching that I didn't I didn't do it right. That I opened the door when I shouldn't have. Hmm. Do you think that's too far? Nah. <laughs> I mean, if you would have had a gun with a nut with a blank in it and fired it, sure, that's too far. But a finger gun and going bang? Nah. That's not too far. Wow. Josh, you're cruel. I got political stuff. I'm gonna hold it back. I was gonna yeah. talk about never mind. I'm no, never no mind. politics. <clears throat> I was just no remembering where Mark's from, and it doesn't <laughs> yeah, never mind. Yeah, and I think it's safe to say that we should not talk politics on this podcast. <laughs> no, but but really. <laughs> okay, so and Mark, before the episode, you and I kind of talked about this a little bit. I'm I'm sure you can make the assumption that the IT director at Fairfax County Public Schools did not cherry pick that template, right? Like, I mean, I I would assume that because I. There are services where you pick a category and there's a possibility that that message could be in a category and it was just randomly drawn. Certain amount of people receive that email. Yeah, it's possible. It's a very big district. And if you do a category, there's a huge number of people who are going to get each template. Right. So could be random. Could be a mistake. Yeah. Now, it could also be that they went out of their way to find it. It's the end of the year. I'm going to drive my numbers up. I mean, you did the thing. You got good data back, I'm sure. You know where I'm sure they all clicked it. Chris, our friend Jay, he tells the story. They he sent out a fish one time about a what was it, a stray dog in the parking lot? <laughs> and he had a he had a bunch of emails from people offering to take the dog home and <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And then it got out that it was a fake email and people were mad at him. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, I don't know. I, I think we support but we support all techs, whether it's a in their good decisions and their bad decisions. <laughs> well, I all right. If you come away with one lesson from this, if you pick a template that is very emotionally jarring or or going to get a very strong emotional response, you're going to get a lot of clicks. It's no longer about the fishing test. <laughs> it's about the Washington Post article about you. It's about the union, the superintendents apologizing. Like, I, I just think if you if you're going to do something that's going to detract from your mission, then I think you should think twice. But is it? <laughs> I appreciate that they did it um, because I feel like I learned a lesson from them. <laughs> so then, Chris, would you pick that template? I would not. Okay. Not, not go, go out of your way, but if that template was in a category and you didn't read all 65 emails in the category. Oh, mistake's a mistake, Josh. But what you're saying is that it's no, that's okay to do. I'm not saying it's okay to go actually pick. Was there any response from tech department from school district on? I don't know. I there was, it was a just kind of talking. About this is what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, I think we can conclude this conversation with it's two to one. Josh, sorry. Mm-hmm. All right. See you guys. Next and you week. shouldn't have. Did you, Josh, you you sent the package thing one time. Is this really what this oh, yeah. is about? I've I've sent multiple filled package delivery fishes. Yeah. And I kind of see this in the same vein as that. Mm-hmm. But to Mark's to Mark's point, this did say the district was giving them a free gift card, which districts can't do. Right. So the re- the the uh, the real talk is is this is exactly a strategically planned. And that's my point. Like th- this is how it would play out. This would be the email. Right. Yep, I agree. That's my point. All right, Chris. 
Do you want to tell us about one of your special projects that you've been working on this week? Well, I did two. Okay. Um, and I did the thing that that is the, the best practice thing to do is that you make several settings changes within short periods of time, right? <laughs> That's... <laughs> Um, you get while on a roll, and you're like, I'm just going to knock them all out. While sending a phishing email out. <laughs> right. right. Uh, so um, I did, uh, Mark on K12 Tech Pro did this great uh, thing right up. And then we made it to an article about how to apply some context awareness things for restricting uh, Google services like Gmail, like Drive, restrict it down to the U.S. if you want, to U.S. Canada, Mexico if you want to put people into different groups. Yes, no, you can access everything across the world, wherever you're at in the world, I mean, uh, or restricted down to the US. Uh, so I went through all those steps and I did that for my school district. Cool, turn that bad boy on. Uh, seems to be working well. You can look at some decent logs to see that stuff being blocked. Uh, had a teacher that was on the uh, border between the US and Canada, uh, right there on the border. And kind of fun because her access appeared to be going off and on, depending upon where her car was at kind of thing. Was uh, she teaching they, summer school? No, she wasn't. So oh. again, I can make a decision to put her into the group so that she can be in Canada uh, and access everything if I so choose. Uh, cool. I also went through my uh, the Google Admin stuff that's not coming out for a while now, but the third-party apps for under yep. uh, 18. Um, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of... Uh, apps to approve deny. Um, I was telling you guys before we jumped on, I did that. Uh, clicked apply on that bad boy as well. Um, <laughs> I kind of got on a roll with that, so I did. You it, were feeling good, weren't you? I was like, feeling I, really good. You're, I, I'm accomplishing things. Yep. Then started seeing some tickets. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> got a few text messages, some phone calls. Uh, so we have, um, so there's a, there's a, you know, so you're approving for under 18, but you're also going through this list to approve for your faculty, staff, and everybody else as well. Right. So if you're not careful about that, you can start blocking some things for the over 18, um, which is what I did. Uh, so there was one uh, third party thing listed on there that I click block on. And several hundred, whatever people use this thing. It was called iOS. Uh, so I shut off uh, iPhone, iPad, all that access uh, to Google <laughs> stuff. Uh, so if you had the Gmail up on your phone, you couldn't check your uh, you couldn't check your email anymore. I'm, I'm sure nobody nobody uses that during the summer. Yeah, not very many. It wasn't very many. Yeah, no, terrible. So I figured nice. that out. Nice job, Chris. Turn that back on. It does require everyone to go into their settings and retype in their password. Oh. And they have to click, like, I give permission. (laughs) (laughs) No Uh, big deal. Oh, man. But be careful, guys. (laughs) (laughs) And in the midst of all that, too, so to go back to the international stuff, in both of those sections... There's places that say, like, this is the message, the error message that's going to be displayed, and you could even customize it. Yeah. But in the case of the third-party thing breaking, that custom message wasn't being displayed. It just really? gave this random admin policy something. So I was chasing around in circles for a little bit because I couldn't figure out exactly which of my things I had done was the culprit. <laughs> wow. Now, 
you have an <laughs> iPhone. Did it not break mail access? On mine your was phone? working for, and so you could. It was really breaking, um, when it was making you do two factor again, huh? And it just so happened that my phone wasn't prompting me yet, uh, but I could go into settings and see that it was going to prompt me, like in the iPhone, like. In your iPhone, in your iPhone settings, clicking on accounts, clicking on mail, I could see that it was wanting me to type in my Google password again, but it hadn't prompted me yet. Interesting. But everyone that we uh, were talking to, they had gotten the two-factor prompt. They put in their two, they put in their password, put in their two-factor, and then they would just get this generic Google message saying that it wasn't going to let them on. Hmm. Way to go. So yeah. lesson learned, not too many settings at once. Try to test things out. I uh, just pay attention. Okay, pay attention. But I think too, sometimes this is good for the cause. I have a lot of pride. I'm pretty puffed up. Um, <laughs> Knock you down a step so or two. It's, it's fine. It's good. Okay. So I didn't learn question. anything. I'm going to do the same thing again next time this thing. I'm, I'm the same person. If I'm being honest, <laughs> I, my I pride didn't change to this. <laughs> are you going to go in tomorrow since it's Friday? Typically Fridays are read only Fridays. You don't make big changes like this on mm. Fridays. Are you going to go in and, and mess with third party apps tomorrow? I'm, I'm caught up. Like I'm ready. Oh, are you? I'm done. So, okay. Let's talk about that for a second. Then are you just adjusting for the under 18 crowd or are you doing it for your faculty as well? Because that policy change really is only going to affect your under 18 people, right? Yeah, faculty, staff still do whatever. Um, And then now as under 18 goes to request or goes to use something, I get the request. Yeah, it has to be verified, which is a great way. Starting out of the gate, I didn't, I didn't, I did not differentiate between if I approved it, I approved it for both, for both sets. Yeah. And then going forward, I'm going to make bigger choices yeah which is and a great get, way and to get more people involved it's a good way to capture those dpas you know to hold that over their head and you're not it's not getting turned on until until you have a dpa that thing does a good job too you can see how many users are using those things you can see right. what the piddly these are clearly third-party things that we should be blocking because there's two people using them that kind of thing right right have you looked at that lately mark no He's i'm gonna on. wait till the last day are you? <laughs> yeah. September 30th. Yeah. I'm going to let Chris make all the mistakes. And then on the last day, I will not do that same thing. You'll let him write an article on K12 Tech Pro about it. So you, you can follow it. Yeah. Yeah. It is good too. Someone talked about it on Pro about you can download that list as a CSV or whatever. You can go yes, in and make both changes that. and it's great. Yeah. So here's an interesting thing. So if you're saying uh, don't make changes on a Friday, well, not that you're saying it. Many people say that. <laughs> uh, what would day I send is this? A fish? Would I send a fish out on Friday? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. What What day is Google uh, setting the deadline? It's October 23rd, right? I thought it was October 1st. No, it was October like 23rd. October uh-huh. 1st is a Sunday. What's, October what 23rd is, is a is a Monday. Oh. Hmm. They're breaking Interesting. their stuff. Yeah. yeah, that's going to be an interesting event. It's fine. It's fine. Chris, do you want to talk about Fortinet real quick? Yeah, Fortinet, a proud sponsor of the K12 Tech Talk podcast. Uh, Fortinet has a really, this this the sales guy there, he's got a cool name. It's Chris. 
Uh, you can email Chris at Fortinet Podcast at Fortinet.com. They got the Fortigate, they got the Forta products. Uh, check them out for all your K12 cybersecurity needs. Firewalls, VPNs, tokens, voice. They got them tokens. Yep. So earlier today, I sent you guys over a text message uh, with a quote, and I wanted to get your take on it tonight during the podcast. Uh, so the quote goes, you can defend. This is relating to cybersecurity. You can defend. Mm-hmm. You can prevent. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. You can't defend. You mm. can't prevent. Mm. The only thing you can do is detect and respond. Thoughts on that? I, I mean, I shut off iOS. I feel like that was pretty good. <laughs> you want some defense? Yeah, make- I mean, I think we, we've been spending way too much money on things like firewalls and stuff. So I think your quote's right. Let's just but, stop trying to. Do, you can't okay. defend. Mark, I it's don't know lit- why like you're so argumentative. Fire, like firewall. I don't know. Think about what the yeah, words fire are. And schools, fire and schools don't go well together. So you're. Know why thank Mark you, Josh. Is so aggressive tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, I, I was gonna say I, I understand the quote to a degree, where so many of our products are built around the notification process of of detection detecting incursions or events and then you have to your your job is to respond to them those devices aren't necessarily actively changing to defend or prevent those types of incursions maybe maybe i'm totally off the mark here i think you're doing that you're just trying to like argue everything tonight no i seriously thought that no i i i like the quote so to say it again, it was, you can't defend, you can't protect, you can only detect and respond. No, you can't defend, you can't prevent. <laughs> prevent, sorry. The only okay. thing you can do is detect and respond. So, I mean, I think detection and response is a defensive mechanism on its own. But, you, mm-hmm. I mean, I think you're right to a certain extent that... But it's, um, it's reactive. Yes. Yeah, it is it is reactive. Um. But you're also, you know, you're responding to an incident to minimize the damage. So I think that that is a, a component of, of your defense. I, I think I try to look at cybersecurity defense as, you know, a 50-50. It's the, the first half is defense. And the first half is making sure that you're able to detect and respond and, and defend yourself and put in good security measures and keep things patched. The other half, which plays right into this quote, is that you? If, if somebody has their sights set on you, there's there's nothing you can do. So yes, it is about detection and response and being able to respond appropriately. So I try to say that you know half of our efforts should be on defense and half of our uh, efforts should be on response because if one of these major cyber criminal organizations has you in their sights, there's there's nothing you can do. And when I when I look at that quote. I think of the word defend as like a soccer match where your, your defenders are actively taking countermeasures to defend against the offense from the other side where, so if you look at that from a, from a firewall standpoint, your firewall has a set of static rules that the the rules are the rules and they're going to prevent those anything from, from coming through based on a rule set. That rule set won't typically change 
real time. I, I guess it can though. If, if once you hit a threshold, a different rule kicks in. Um, and that's where I see, that's what I would call more defense is that active type defense stance. Um, I didn't take you as a soccer player. I don't, I just watched Ted Lasso. Hmm. I, uh, it's been like a year or so ago, had a lot of banter with my superintendent about uh, getting a cybersecurity budget line. Um, because the, the banter is this, we have budget lines for, for, for buildings, for tech fees, uh, for telco stuff, et cetera. Uh, but I'm like deciding between replacing smart board or can I buy a new security camera uh, or can I right. afford this backup solution? And like, why is this any kind of consideration here? Uh, can I refresh that teacher's machine or do I need to renew this or whatever. So he did agree to a cybersecurity budget line, but then that banter was too. He said like, no matter how big he makes that line, I'm always going to be wanting something else. Like there's always going to be more that we can do. So then like Mark said, you, you kind of pick your 50%, the 50%, like where are you putting, like what buckets you put and stuff in. Uh, you can think that you have the best firewall, the best, all that. But then if that goes down and your backup sucked, uh, you really are hosed and you should have put more money into your backups. Uh, well, so to in, like- in that regard, this quote is this circle thing. Like, y- yes, the answer is yes. I like your idea of, of creating that, that permanent cyber budget line, because that takes it out of that kind of that revolving a- account of if you have a bunch of smart boards die in a year, well, great. I've blown through my budget. It's April, but I know I've got a renewal, a support renewal on a, on a Fortigate firewall coming up. Can I still afford that? Where now by that cybersecurity budget, those, those renewals or those on those purchases are kind of protected at that point because that <laughs> budget is only tapped for those very specific items. Uh, I really like that idea, Chris. Nice job, Chris. Good Thank job, you. Chris. Gold you know, Good idea tonight. Okay. So, all right. The, the <laughs> topics that I brought tonight, you guys have like totally crushed. Um, no, it was, this is a good conversation. Yeah. It's a lively. Lively. Speaking of lively, Chris, tell us about NTP. NTP? <laughs> I actually thought you would talk about them. Oh, I can. Talk David, about David. <laughs> David and Zach over at NTP. They uh, NTP offers all sorts of uh, cybersecurity benefits and services. The big one is their Sentinel One offering and their managed sock. If you are uh, and you don't have to be in Missouri to take part in this. I know there's there's districts that have contacted him because of this show outside of Missouri. Uh, get a hold of David D Ren at NTP Inc.com and DREN, D-W-R-E-N at NTP-Inc.com. We'll put a, his email address in the show notes too. Um, but he'll he's more than willing to have a conversation with you about how they can help you, how they can be your 24-7 eyes on your network when you're out of the office, when you're on vacation, Christmas break. His sock runs 24-7 and will keep an eye on, on your managed Sentinel-1 installation. And your um, socks run a lot when you're playing soccer, right, Josh? I don't wear socks. I have a cotton allergy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, see, I'm quick, boys. Come on, you got to do better than that. Uh, um, what what else? What else you guys got? 
I'm ready for bed. <laughs> I was gonna say you 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 don't look good, Mark. I'm I'm very very ready for the last day of school tomorrow. That's all I have to say. I don't think your drama is gonna end with the last day of school. No, I've got some drama going on right now. It's not gonna end. That's okay, buddy. <laughs> for what? For we a do want to give a shout out to Provision Data Solutions. Uh, we haven't mentioned those guys in a while, but Ryan R at ProvisionDS.com. Uh, their company has a strong focus on K-12. It's literally the core of their business. That's all they, they do. a lot of experience. What? That's all they do. That's literally it's all K-12. they do yeah. is hang out with K-12. Uh, a lot of understanding for network needs, how to make your network more stable, more secure for students, teachers, staff, and community. Provision Data Solutions. Also going to be at Midwest Tech Talk. So <clears throat> I think... Next week, we're taking a break, right? But um, Mark, we haven't told Mark this yet. Mark, you're on vacation next week. Uh, we are taking a break. We, Mark. We're going to have a recorded interview uh, with a sponsor that will be on next week. But we will uh, we'll be back the week after uh, gearing up for Midwest Tech Talk and some more lively content. Any uh, any closing thoughts for tonight, guys? Any fishing recommendations? Any good? Let's say something about seen? America since it's Fourth of July coming up. Fourth of July, America, yeah, but, America. But we have international listeners, Chris. We can't forget the Canadians, the Australians, oh, yeah. the folks from Asia and Indonesia that listen. My bad. New Zealand. They don't. We, they have Fourth of July on the calendar, but they don't celebrate America's independence. Hmm. If you think the U.S. is the greatest country in the world, oh, drop Lord, us an email. K twelve Tech Talk, and we just lost all of our international listeners, <laughs> and we're lost. Yeah, there we go. All right, uh, we were climbing on the charts a little bit, but do you think it's me that's making us drop? I think, think it's summer vacation. We oh, have, okay. we haven't dropped. We've stayed stable. Oh, I didn't check this week, but yeah, no, so we're still still that, where we are. That, that speaks to all of our listeners. Thanks for listening. Uh, we and that's something Chris tweeted earlier in the week. We have uh, surpassed last year's total downloads, and last year we over doubled the year before. So that gives you an idea of, cool. of what our progression has been. Um, and we are just barely halfway, not even halfway through the year yet, and we've already beat last year's downloads. Uh, so we appreciate you share us with your professional organizations. We appreciate our friends, our our besties over at Cosin. Uh, for sharing us out a couple different times this year and putting us in an email. Uh, hopefully you'll see us in the new year, new calendar, well, not really new calendar, new, new school year at maybe a, another super big conference or something. We'll, we'll see. And we do love hearing plays. from you. So send us those listener emails. We enjoy unpacking those. Chris, what's our email address? K12techtalk at gmail.com. And you can hit us up on k12techpro.com the community there and uh for sure hang on, out on random we post on reddit as well we love reddit any other any, <laughs> any other closing <laughs> thoughts for tonight gentlemen mark is ready for bed see you in a couple weeks yep all right Holla. we'll see you in two weeks thanks for listening The views and opinions expressed on the K-12 Tech Talk podcast are the personal opinions of Josh, Chris, and Mark, and do not represent the views or opinions of our sponsors or other organizations that we're affiliated with. The material information presented here is for general information and entertainment purposes only. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.